All right, what's up, guys? We're back with MMA Tanner Stone, and now we have a special guest, my dad, Jay Kateri, and Xander Plotkin. He's not even just his dad. He's this black belt in Taekwondo. Second-degree black belt in Taekwondo. Successful entrepreneur. Successful and entrepreneur. Thank you. Wow. Wow, Master Jedi, just like your dad, Xander, Master Jedi. Yeah, and he did a month with me in Thailand, too. How was that? Well, it was crazy. I, I, it was not what I expected. Um, I was super proud of you doing more than just doing the Muay Thai, just dropping you off in the middle of Southeast Asia with a bunch of freaking killers at Tiger Muay Thai, these massive guys that are there to learn how to literally kill people and then putting you in some shithole hotel with, with like bugs and everything. And then, you know, it, it was I was, I'm just proud that you made it out the other side better than you went in. But yeah, it was, it was quite an experience as a parent dropping off their 17 year old in the middle of nowhere. Um, but How was the it. training though? Cause you for trained me, the last week. Yeah. For me, it, it felt good. I mean, all of it came back. It's not like Taekwondo. Uh, I think that Muay Thai is way better than Taekwondo and master Kim. I'm sorry, but it's uh, definitely way better. It's more effective. Um, it's just more effective, yeah. Like elbows and knees and and uh, spinning elbows and it's just and the kicks are so much more powerful. Because yeah. in Thailand they teach you to swing your whole leg, and in Taekwondo it's more for points, like a snap kick. It's very different. And a lot of That's spinning maneuvers that are unrealistic. It's cool looking. Taekwondo is way cooler looking when you connect to someone's head with a spin heel kick. It looks awesome. But they've turned it into sort of our topic of today. They turned it into a sissy sport. It's bullshit now. If you watch, I, I saw this video of this karate guy lately that knocked a guy out in the Olympics and they disqualified him for hitting too hard. Yeah, like the, all the sports become such pussies. Like karate, now they use little little hand protection and you can only tap. It's... If you're at the top of your game, I don't care what it is, whether it's karate, hockey, um, business, get ready to kill or be killed. That's the way it should be. It's 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 a blood sport. Don't don't think, oh well, it's 2023. You know, my boss is going to be nice to me. Or hockey, someone's not going to knock my teeth out. Sure, they are. If you're playing at the top of the at, at a at a you know, triple A or junior A or junior B or, or, or NHL, get ready to get rocked. Right, Xander? Yeah, I agree. I think this generation is too soft. I think this generation is full of people that don't want to be accountable or don't even really want to work. Why? Social media. Let's go deeper on that. What does that mean? Because I agree with you, but I want to hear what you, th- what, why? I mean, it's, I don't really have a why for you, but I, I have my firsthand experience. Um, I, I feel like they're living in like a fallacy. They don't really see reality for what it is and they believe like their own lies and it kind of, if, if you keep going down the rabbit hole, they're not even comfortable. These type of people are not even comfortable with themselves. So they, they're not other people. Yeah, I think it all has to do with yourself. Like if you have not if you don't have confidence in yourself, then you take everything to heart. Like if my dad called me fat and I thought I was fat, I would be upset. But if I didn't think I was fat, if I thought I was in good shape because I spent a month in Thailand 
and I thought I was, I thought I was good cardio. I thought I was like ready to fight, and I just wouldn't take it to heart because I know he's wrong. I have enough confidence in myself that I know I'm right. Exactly. So I think confidence is a big factor, and I think that it's because social media makes a lot of people in middle school, high school insecure, and that's what you. I mean, how you are through those ages, like to turns into your personality kind of in a way unless you really overcome and change which everybody's capable i think that overall people are losers i mean most people i'm not saying that to be mean but i agree people want to watch other people and makes them feel better about themselves i think that's why those fails are so cool people like to watch people smash their head fall down get hurt it makes them feel better about themselves they like to see I mean, no one wants to see you successful, right? I mean, if you really think of your friends, how many friends of yours want to see you become a doctor, become a successful businessman, date the hot girl? Are they happy for you? But see, that's the thing. I feel like I'm surrounded by people that do want that. I feel like, I, I, see, I talk about this a lot with my roommate, Matt. We all we try to build each other up and instill confidence and support each other. And same with my friends back at home, my four or five really good friends back at home. We're the same way. We're not in competition with each other. We're trying to help each other achieve greatness as one. So, but I, I think majority of the people that you know, I, I would agree with you. Nope, they don't want to see you better than them. Most people don't. Well, that's how you choose your friends, right? You, you, I mean, you, you Tanner's had some different, you know, friends come in and out of his life over the years, and you sort of pick the people that give you energy and bring you up, not the people that are going to be pissed off that you're more successful than they are and, and you might not be more successful they just perceive you as more successful that's why they're pissed it's yeah. their own problem it's got nothing to do with you what do you mean perceive well what i mean is is that i as people look at me they're like oh this guy's got the greatest life he's got you know a g-wagon he's you know got a great business got a beautiful wife beautiful kids all these things not knowing like to them oh i got this perfect life and they're jealous. Um, but from my perspective, I got I have a lot of tough things in my life. You know, I got a son with autism. You know, I've, I've been been through lots of stuff that it's not perfect. But and so people hate people that are successful because they perceive them as successful, and it might be that they perceive themselves as unsuccessful, and that's why they're pissed. But that's that's up to you. And I'm talking about everyone out there. If you see yourself as good looking, you're good looking. If you see yourself as strong, you're strong. If you see yourself as smart, you're smart. And if you can perceive it, you can achieve it. And the same thing goes with negatively. If you see yourself as these negative thoughts, then you're going to think of yourself as negative. And if you get insulted, you're going to take it to heart. And I feel like I feel like a lot of people are still figuring it out. You know, everybody is a kid at heart, you know, even a grown up, they still didn't really know what was going to happen in their life. They, I just think that there's a difference between the people that at least try and are confident and don't care if they fail versus the people that never even believe that they could do that. I think that like our topic is sort of this is the topic of uh, UFC's leadership is, is, you know, lead, led by Dana White and I think he's a cool guy. I think he's one of those guys that just says what's on his mind. He's not out to hurt anyone, but he's not going to take any shit, right? 
And that is what the UFC is all about. I mean, people are fighting. They hug each other at the end. They're happy for the other guy who won. They give him congratulations. It, it, it's awesome where you can see people want to kill each other and then they're hugging each other at the end. It's a business. It, it's a, but it's a business. There's money in it. But for them, it's real. It's not just business. I think it's, it's their life. Like that is their reality is I'm training for the fight. I'm going to have the fight. And then, but that guy, I respect him because he fought back. And even though he lost, man, was that a fight? And Dana White, he shows that in the business side of things, someone tries to fuck with him. He's like, I'm not taking your shit. I don't care what anyone says. I'm going to say what I believe. I'm not out to hurt anyone, but I'm not going to take anyone's shit. And I think that's what I aspire to be as an adult. I don't want to be walked over. I don't want to be, I don't want to be taken advantage of. I don't want to hurt anyone, but I don't want people to step on me and let them step on me just because I'm afraid of, the consequences that, oh, people aren't going to like me or, or whatever the reason is, I want to be myself. And that's, that's what I want to tell my kids. Be yourself. Be proud of who you are. Don't take anyone's shit. And a lot of people are stopped. They, they're not themselves anymore because they're so afraid of being canceled or being hated. Or Because Dana, he says whatever he wants and he has a lot of haters. But there's also people like us who love him because he says what's on his mind. I, I find some similarities with me and like the way that Dana portrays himself. Like, I don't feel like I hold words back for anybody, but I'm not trying to space, like spread hate. However, I do think that Dana sometimes is a little selfish. I think he's a great boss and what he's done for the company. You can even imagine where, where it came so from. So tell me about selfish. What do you mean? Like, I think that, I mean, all the revenues, all, I'm, I'm not a, business guy like you, but all the revenue is public, all the gross like profit, it's all there. And he leaves a, a very big portion, which he should reinvesting back in the company, but also there's a significantly high amount of money to the top of the corporate chain. And he mm -hmm. should, I think that the fighters really need to get paid more because in reality, they have four, five, six, seven, maybe 10 years of it, really mm -hmm. in their prime. The, mm -hmm. the great fighters have 10 years of it and then they're done. And it's like, how are you going to live off $10 million for the rest of your life? I mean, that sounds very, that sounds very, uh, only snobby. 10 million. Yeah. Only I 10 mean, million. but like the way that they want to live in their lifestyle that they like those guys like they do, they come from nothing. like the partying, the drinking, yeah, they get a million dollars. Oh, let me go get a, let me go get a frog. Like, so let's on, un let's unpack what you just said for a second. Okay. So you said, if I can repeat it back, that you think he's kind of selfish because the money stays at the top and these fighters who are the ones who are bringing in the money, right? The ticket sales and all the other stuff, people come to see the fighters, they're getting a tiny fraction of the money that's coming in. Is that, is that correct? Is that what you said? Yeah. Okay. So you have an opinion and you're entitled to it, but how much is enough and how much is too much? It's a hundred grand for... One of the a mid middle rank fighter, like a pretty good fighter, enough. I, well, that's just a number, right? I mean, I, I like why. Okay, so at the end of the day, it doesn't matter whether it's UFC or whether it's running any kind of business. Like, look, I'll give you an example. Let me back up. NBA. I mean, I think the NBA has some of the highest paid players in the world. Would you agree? I mean, how, yeah. how much does the highest paid player make? Like Four hundred million. Not like. 
per year, I would say like 70 or 80 million. 70 or 80 million dollars. Okay, now, and how many times do they get their nose broken, their leg None. broken? None, right? Okay, so now, and then, so 40 million. Now, how much does the highest WNBA player make? Probably 10,000. No, 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 more than I'm that. They should well, actually probably- have. They, they should actually have to pay to play. Like literally, <laughs> literally, it is so boring. Oh my you god! <laughs> this 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 YouTuber, this YouTuber Dude. went to one of their games and bought two seats in the front row and slept. And and he oh, got, he got kicked out. Yeah, yeah. He, got, he got kicked out and banned from all the games because he just went and just took a nap. In one of the or games. that YouTuber that like goes on the street and videos himself and like hands out either and a courtside WNBA ticket or a dollar and asks people which one they would rather have. But let me, let me finish the thought. Let's not get let's not go too far down the rabbit hole. This is the problem with you young guys is you got ADD. But here, <laughs> let, me, let me let me get back for a sec. So the greatest thing that ever happened in the WNBA was Brittany Griner going to prison in Russia. Other than that, and she came back and good for her, and I'm happy that she made it back with her family. I don't think she's a bad person. But that was the most exciting thing that happened in the WNBA in the last three years is that Brittany Griner went to prison. It got a lot um, more attention than anything it got, it got more attention than any single game. Now, 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 people say, like, for example, Ronda Rousey said, um, they asked her, do you think that you deserve to make as much money as the men in the in, in UFC? And she's like, I think I should make my money commensurate based on how many tickets I sell. That's, and, I agree. And and when the WNBA, you you can't even sell a freaking ticket. Why? You know, they, someone would do this thing that proportionate to ticket sales. WNBA players make more money per ticket sale than the men. So that and and I think in the UFC, how many people really come to watch the girls? It depends which girl. I mean, overall, if you took all the girls, let's say twenty girls, twenty guys. The girls, they're awesome. I mean, I, I have a huge amount of respect for what these these girls are getting bloodied and everything else. But it's just the, the fans are not coming there to watch girls. It's getting better. But the fact is, is that Dana White, he created it. He built it. He marketed it. He got creative. He puts a lot of time and effort into it. And when the day comes that the, that the fighters can negotiate better contracts, they will. And that's their business. It's not for Dana White to give away free money. It's not for Dana White to be charitable. The free enterprise market will always decide how much people are worth. Why, why, do, why do police officers make more money than school teachers? Why do garbage men make more money than police officers? Why? It's because the free market says no one else wants to pick up trash. We'll pay them more money than a police officer. It just is what it is. So. Um. I love that he's built a company from scratch. I watched one of his documentaries and he started from nothing. And he took over the UFC when nobody thought it was going to become big. And he built it to this huge company. It's the fastest growing sport in the world. And the thing I hate about him, I, I don't really hate anything about him. He's, he's a really good guy. Like what people would hate about him is because he says it was on his mind. But in that clip of someone was getting offended and what Izzy, Izzy said the N-word, and he's like, so what? He's black. He could say walk, it. Walk us like, through that. What? 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 Either of you, can you walk us through what? Yeah, happened? I can walk you through that. Tan, yeah, Xander, tell us what happened. So basically, um, after the fight, um, Drew gets through plus ES1, and then they got um, Izzy into the cage to kind he's of. He's a white guy who's fight. African. 
he's African. And is he the whole problem stemmed from where Drikus like over online said that he's not even a true African because Izzy, when he was like nine, his family moved to Australia from Nigeria. And um, Izzy trains in Australia, has been training in Australia his whole life. Like he calls himself an Aussie. And then he actually, would, when he was kickboxing, would fight in China and he'd walk out with the Chinese flag. That's why Sean Strickland's been calling him China Man. So basically, <laughs> Izzy's kind of, which I, I'm, I don't really have an opinion, like I could care less, but he's been. He's kind of been all over the place with but his someone was identity. dropping the someone was dropping the N word, right? Yeah, so but that's the backstory. That was the information that needed to be known. And then he started he like got to the cake and was like, Oh what, well, I'm not a real African and then just kept saying the N word and kept saying it because he knew basically that um Drinkus couldn't say it, even though Drinkus is from South Africa, trains there, lives there. So he's just as African, but he's not black African, but he's just yeah. as African yeah. as Izzy. He's probably yeah. more. more. I mean, African. it's not really Elon, competition. Elon, Elon, more, Elon Musk is more African than, than African-Americans because he's actually born in Africa. But I mean, let's but so keep going. But so is Izzy. Right. Izzy was born in Africa. No, I mean, he's – yeah, and then what happened? Then the, the, the I guess some, some news guys like, you know, Dana, what do you think of the, the, them drop, that Izzy's dropping the F-bomb? The, the N-bomb, the N-bomb. And he's like, what? What he goes? I don't give a shit. He goes. He, he's black. He goes. Yeah, but but he was but he was dropping the end the n word. He goes. Yeah, he, yeah. He's black. He can do whatever the fuck he wants. Just, I don't give a fuck. Goes, this, is fight, this, is, this is fighting. This is UFC. Who gives a shit? And and I love that because everywhere we go, we got to be so sensitive. Oh my god, you're gonna hurt their feelings. And and I don't want to hurt anyone's feelings, but I also don't want to walk around like. Kissing people's asses. That's how I felt at DePaul when they were asking me to do pronouns and all that stuff. Like, what's I just a pronoun? <laughs> I just didn't want to do it, and like, it made me seem like I'm like a bad person. But I just don't believe like I, that I have to. I, I got this great one, this great pronoun um, sent to me today by my friend. Oh shit! My pronoun, <laughs> my pronouns are there is a zero percent. Chance, I'm putting a mask on. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> you know, COVID's back, and they're like, "Yeah, zero percent chance I'm putting a mask on." I was like, "That's awesome." <laughs> and Odana was also one of the people that got sports going again. Yeah, because that was impressive. They want to do They want to fight. They're not. They're not afraid. The fans aren't afraid. Plus, Dana's pl- not afraid. Plus the. The people in the UFC, they can't afford to stop fighting for that long. Like no. NBA players, they get paid a lot, and UFC fighters do. That's they, not true. What do they, you think? They, no, they they could have any big company could have because they were getting money from the government. It's not about the money. You, you like you said, you have ten years to shine, and if you waste three years yeah. doing not not getting a chance to fight, you lost thirty percent of your whole career. Oh, you're talking about the fighters, not the, the fighters. company. I'm oh yeah, the fighters, fighters were itching to fight. A lot of people quit. Who? Just a lot of fighters. Like, I mean, for example, Comzak is about to be done. You're not really that. Oh my god, Comzak like literally was not going to fight anymore, and he came back. A lot of people were rethinking their career. How do we avoid this this shit again? I mean, you guys are in school. Like Xander, you're going to to DePaul, right? And it's 
you know, like every other college, they got their thing going on, major liberal thing. You know, it, when you have academics, you have liberal mentality, right? Got to yeah. do what you're told, follow the rules. And, and I'm all about rules. I'm good with that. Rules need, need to be there. But what about rules that make no sense, right? Like they're going to make, if they, they say to you, let's say after Christmas, they go, hey, you know, Xander and everyone else, you get a letter that says to, to come back to school on January 3rd you must be, you must prove a booster or you must come wearing a mask or you, you, you have to wear a plastic bubble around your body to come to class. What are you going to do? How, how do you handle that? Like, are you, are you guys going to reject that as students or is everyone just going to conform again? I mean, you have no option at, at school. Do you? I, I mean, my school required a booster I mean, not booster. They required the vaccine to even get enrolled, and so did uh, probably ninety-five percent of the college. Do they America. still require it? No. Uh that's a good question. I'm not sure. That's crazy because they freaked out at the time, and then now they just they just let it go. But they're going to go back to that. They're going to go. They're going. They want and North. I mean, the thing is, is North Broward didn't because they knew that they. Would I'm lose, not vaccinated. They would, they would. They would lose all their students, right? Oh, I mean, eventually. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I just. I'm not. Listen. I'm against vaccinations. I'll say that personally, but I don't judge you. If you want to go do it, have at it, right? Do whatever you want. You want to put a piercing in your face. You want to get a face tattoo like Mike Dyson. I couldn't give a shit. It doesn't affect me, but don't make me do shit because you're okay doing shit. That's See, the way I look at it. It's interesting because I'm uh, starting medicine and I want to be a physician one day. That's my goal. And I'm very into also like the holistic side of things, but I, I'm still very interested in like the medication side of things. And what I've found is I'm not going to say names, but a lot of close friends of mine, and people that I've got to know that were open to me about not being vaccinated, even when they were kids, maybe for religious reasons, are kind of some of the healthiest people I know. Um, one of my really good friends, he's in the best shape out of all of us. I, he rarely gets sick. He's like six foot. I mean, he's huge. It's just, and his parents are not that tall. So it's just like, I mean, I don't want to speculate, but it's very, it's really interesting because I got nothing. I got no vaccines when I was younger and I have no COVID vaccines and I'm healthy as hell. I'm tall, good shape. I would say I'm healthy too, but my parents are not the healthiest people. Yeah, no, it's, it's one of my employees, she's got an autoimmune disease and she had it before COVID and since COVID and getting she has she's got uh two vaccines and four boosters because her doctor recommended it because of her autoimmune disease and yeah i mean she's doing what her doctor says i mean you got to listen to your doctor right i mean if your doctor said you got to get chemo because you have cancer you're going to do it right you're not going to say oh no no, i don't believe in chemo you're going to do it so she's following the science because the scientist told her to do it and um she told me today she goes "And, and this is just anecdotal it's not evidence-based, but she's like, I have been sicker in the last three years since I got these vaccines than I ever was before. Because it puts the sickness back in your body? I don't know. Because from, again, I don't know if we're ever going to prove this. And the point of this is not about science. I'm not a scientist. I don't know shit. But what I will say is I'm not doing anything unless you can explain to me why I'm doing it and show me 
real evidence. Don't just guilt me into it that, oh, seven, I got guilted into getting vaccinated. I did it because a doctor friends of mine are like, are you an idiot? You're a dad. You're a husband. You're going to get sick. You're going to die. And I, and, I, and I freaked out and I, and I got a vaccination. And then I found out afterwards that the thing only lasts six months. Like, what was the point? And but how does it even last six months? Where's the evidence? Exactly. It's all bullshit. The whole thing is that's where as Americans back to like, we keep on going back to Dana White and, and the woke culture and following the mob and doing whatever you do. I think people stop watching fricking reels. Stop taking, getting your news from Instagram, watch it all, but form your own opinion and base it in evidence and say is that like ask a question like xander why that why that and if you can't give me an answer like i had someone one of our uh one of our employees just got her child vaccinated uh eight eight weeks old got all the shots like you do with an eight week old four four shots that's recommended by the pediatric association and i said oh that's that's fine but why'd you do it well my doctor told me to i'm like why'd you trust him well he's got a lot of experience like experience at what well, being a doctor, I'm like, well, where's he get his information? Well, I don't know. I said, well, she was probably the, the AMA American medical association. I'm like, okay, where do they get their information? Well, I don't know. I so can maybe, touch on this. I, I could touch on it. But my point is, is like, I'm, they, it might be based in science, but don't just do it. Ask your doctor, where do you get your information? Why you have that right? It's your baby. It's your only, it's your, it's your life. You got to protect your kids. You got to protect yourself. But go for it. As a health science major and just being in the classroom and listening to all these teachers, a lot of these teachers, it's pretty clear they have a certain agenda um, that they want to like send out to me. And it's, they're not really asking you to like kind of argue and say your opinions, but I, I, that's the way I think. Like, I'm not arguing. But for example, um, like for example, they make it seem like I'm taking a health class and they're saying how red meat's bad. You know, like red meat has never been proven to be bad. Seed oil was proven to be bad, but red meat has never once been shown to cause heart disease. So it's ten like or night, ten or night steaks every night, <laughs> right? Then you guys yeah. are pretty good. Every frick, good. every freaking night. I I eat as much red meat as I want. <laughs> <laughs> like like my dad said earlier about taking information from each doctor and only giving, only putting in what you think is right. I think that goes to fighting too, because whenever I have a coach, I went to this one karate gym, I'm not going to name names, and they were telling me to do stuff that I went to the best gym in the world and they said, don't do that. And the coach was like, you need to do this. And then I went to this other coach and he was like, whatever I tell you, first of all, just do it applies to you. And I think that's the best thing to, because everybody fights differently. Like there's wrestlers, there's strikers and everybody has their different thing that applies to them and i think that 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 could go with anything but that's that's everything right everything is what they know you go to your local hospital in boca raton no offense to the doctors and nurses there but it's not going to be the same level as going to stanford medical center or going to boston children's or going to johns hopkins there's different levels of everything so you go to like some you know Deerfield Beach black belt, it's going to be different than going to and training with a Muay Thai champion at Tiger Muay Thai. It's going to be, it's, it's just levels. So no, I, th I think this is the topic. I mean, to sum it all up, I think is, I just wish that 
everyone just put on a filter, thought for themselves, made good decisions and said, you know what? I, I believe that. I don't believe that. We got an election coming up in a year. Listen, vote. Listen, you're going to vote. Listen, yeah. learn, make good decisions. This is this your first time voting too, Xander? Yeah, I'm going to vote for you. Uh, you're not voting. <laughs> I'll tell you something. There's only two. He's, he's there's only zesty. two types. There's only two types of people that run for president, and I'm not one of them. There's there's, there's dumb people and people that want to be famous, and I don't want either. All right, right, we're we're gonna end it right there. For the people who are watching, make sure to follow the YouTube, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, TikTok, MMA with Tanner Stone, Spotify too. Almost forgot that one. Thanks for coming. Highlighting my day. Thank you guys. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, Xander. Thank you. You're welcome anytime. Awesome. All right, see you guys next week. See ya.